What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. And before we start this episode, I want to encourage all our listeners to please subscribe and rate our channel. We definitely appreciate that. Also, feel free to give us feedback. Like I said, all three of those things, we definitely appreciate it. I just want to start the show off and letting you guys know. And um, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of real, must the motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a plenty play. On the way. On the way, on the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take risks, cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way, on the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Miller. Uh, Deanna, she won't be here today. She's getting her notary's license, so she's pretty much gone all day. She won't be here, but we I'm still going to hold it down for her. We're going to have a good episode. And today we have, this is going to be another dope episode. Where we have a special guest. Her name is Ari. She's an entrepreneur, launch manager, biz, business consultants, brand strategist, all that good stuff. And we uh just going to get into it on a, on a real good level for a lot of people to take some game and gems from so what's going on Ari how you doing I'm great thank you for having me definitely definitely no thank you for coming on I definitely appreciate that man because I I, I uh I love your tweets uh just for people that <laughs> for the people for the people that's gonna listen to this definitely follow her on Twitter because she gives away a lot of game a lot of valuable game especially if you're in branding or you're trying to uh if you're a business owner or whatever I would definitely advise you to uh, follow her and uh, one of the first questions I always like asking people when they come on a podcast is, like, what started your your journey to, to doing what you're doing? What was the start? Oh, my gosh. I never set out to start a business. It was never an option I even heard about growing up. It was always, like, go to college and become, like, a doctor or a lawyer. Sure. really smart, like, mm-hmm. book smart. Mm-hmm. And so that was always the track my parents wanted me to go on. But I was always about money. How can I make more money? (laughs) So I remember, I think it was like 2012. um, I was broke. I was super broke. And I just wanted to make like an extra $200 a month so I could go to the movies or go out to dinner a couple times a month, you know, just do something a little extra. And I stumbled upon a course online, kind of started it. But the person who created the course he came to Seattle where I was living at the time and did like a live mastermind event. Mm. And I'm super introverted. Like I'm a home, home body. I'm the same way. (laughs) (laughs) I love being home. I love being inside. And so I made myself go to this event. I think I paid like a hundred bucks for it. I didn't know anyone. I was super nervous. I didn't want to go the whole time, but I made myself go. And from that event, the owner and the group of people there helped me figure out that like, with my skill set, I could be a virtual assistant. I got my first like three or four clients from that event, and I immediately went from making like fourteen dollars an hour at my day job to twenty five dollars an hour helping, you know, people do easy things like check their email inbox <laughs> or schedule appointments for them, like really easy, mm-hmm. silly stuff. Wow. Um, and so from there, you know, it just kind of grew and morphed into its own thing. Wow, that's that's so yeah. dope, and I'm so I'm glad that you. You already touched on something I wanted to talk about. You brought up the email thing. And this is such an important topic, I feel like. And I also seen you talking about this on Twitter earlier. You were saying, like, yeah. ha- like the importance of having an email list. Like, you could pretty much monetize it. And I want you, like, to get into, like, why is that so important? Okay, so I think having an email list is one of the most important assets you can have as a business owner. Because it's great to build up your social media profiles. I think all of that's necessary. But... You can get shut down at any time. You can end up in Twitter jail like I've been. (laughs) (laughs) And so if you're running a promotion or like you need to make some money, like you have an unexpected bill come up and you need to make $5,000 quickly, you have an email list where you can email these people instantly and make an offer. Or, you know, your social media gets shut down. You still have a way to keep in touch with at least a percentage of your followers. You, you can download your email list and keep it and back it up versus if Twitter says, you know, like, no, you're done, bye, you lose all of those followers and we'll never see them again, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, email list is 
the most important thing you can have mm, for yeah. your business. Mm. And I think that goes for any business. Like even if you're a brick and mortar business, if your shop burns down, how are you going to tell people where you're located now or like what you're doing in the interim? Mm. If you're a hair salon and like the power is out, you need to contact your customers and tell them, hey, we need to reschedule you or hey, we have a promotion going on. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's across the board for any business. Mm, that's very interesting. So, uh, so how is someone, let's say someone who has a business, but they don't sell an actual product. Let's say they provide something, but it's not like an actual physical product. How would they collect an email list? Okay, so I'll use myself as an example. Yeah. I don't sell, I don't physically sell anything. I yeah. provide a service to people. And so my strategy is a little bit different, but let's use launching, right? You want to launch an online course. I give away all the information I know about launching an online course because I know my ideal client, they're not going to have time to take all of this information I've given the world and do something with it. They're at the point where they're like, can I just hire you and can you do all of this? Like, I don't even want to think about that. And so, you know, you can turn processes or resources, books you're reading, like I have launch templates and checklists. You can turn those all into PDFs or content and then say, hey, like, this is the checklist I use for every launch that I work on. This is the thing I look at before we even get started, the questions I ask. If you want it, I can email it to you. Just enter your email here and I'll send it right over. And then you have an email address of someone who's potentially interested in what you're doing. Mm, that's, that's, that's very, very interesting. I feel like a lot of people don't think about the email list that part, especially for people that don't have a product. Like I'm saying, they probably don't think like, why would I get an email list? I don't have a product, but yeah. since you broke it, you broke it down like that. That makes so much yeah. sense. And, and yeah, you, you can go. Oh, go ahead. You go, you go. You I go. was saying I have like, I, I've scaled back in the last two years because I had a child and I've really just wanted to chill. Like I'm very, I'm a little too comfortable right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so I like, I, I can't, I'm not taking on any new clients, but I have a wait list. So if at any point I want to say like, all right, I, I want to make more money, I can email those people and say, hey, I have X slots available or I'm not doing done for you work, but I'm doing consult calls. If you're interested, you guys can book here and find out more information. So even though like they don't hear from me all the time, I know that it's someone who's super interested in working with me because they're on this wait list of mine to work with me. Mm, okay. That's, man, that's, that's valuable too. And as far as like, if someone wants to, want us to do that with you, like what are some of the things that you provide to help, like to help people? So what I normally do is I, again, I work with people who they've already, they have a presence, they have a product, they have an email list, social media, like they're all set and ready to go. They've launched a course at least once or twice before. And they want me to come in and just take everything off their plate besides showing up to sell and probably writing some copy. So I take that entire process. I audit what they did. I come up with a new strategy and improvements. I put together the project plan. Um, I manage the team for all the different things that need to happen. And then I sometimes even build the email funnel. Mm. <laughs> So I do all of that. I push the project forward, make sure we launch on time. And then during the campaign, I'm looking at all of our numbers and stats and analytics and helping to make like decisions or tweaks to what we're doing to get a higher return. Wow, man, that's, man. <laughs> it's a <laughs> man, lot. It, yeah, it's a lot, but, it, but it's, it's super valuable and super important. And like one of the questions I always like asking people is like, because I feel like a lot of people don't realize this. I feel like a lot of people, as soon as they go into branding themselves, they want to start like a course or come out with like an ebook. And I'm, and I see your, re I see your reaction. So what, what is the factors leading up to that? Before you get to that, you got to start somewhere to set that foundation. So what is the, the start to all that? If you don't have an audience, do not build a course. Simple. Do not build a course. Simple. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't know what you're building and who you're building it for, and you might invest all this time in creating something that people don't even want. Mm. So my advice to people who think they want to create a course, because that's a whole other thing to talk about, is, you know, thinking you want to make a course, is really build up your audience and create different freebies or smaller priced offers and see what performs the best. 
And then as you're building your audience, write down every single question someone sends you, whether they're tweeting you, DMing you, emailing you, commenting, keep track of every single question. And now you're looking for patterns, right? So you're building your list, or, sorry, you're building your audience, you're engaging with them daily and like engaging with them well, not just liking, but you know, <laughs> responding with genuine comments, you know, uh, retweeting them, getting to know them, being very genuine, building a relationship. And then you're going to start to see patterns. So like, I get asked all the time, why is having an email list important? I get asked that all the time. So that's giving me little indicators that, okay, if I were to create a course, I could possibly create something around email list building, right? right? I could lead them in with why it's important and then show them how to set up on the back end, how to get people to onto your email list through free and paid you know, traffic. Um, but I only, I would have never thought to do that unless I had taken the time to build my audience and pay attention to what they're asking me and what they're engaged with. What they're engaging with. And that, mm-hmm. man, that, that, makes, that makes so much sense. So, but yeah. I know. And then, I, there you go, you go. <laughs> I still, I, I still wouldn't build the course after that. I would put together an outline and pre-sell from that outline. Because I'm not, I'm not making anything until I know People are going to pay People for it. People are going to pay for it. And what do you mean when you say yeah. curate a out, a, like the outline? I would just make an outline of what I intended to teach in the course. So Google Doc, Module 1, this is what we're going over, Module 2, 3, 4. Mm, okay. So now they can at least see like, okay, these are the topics she's going to talk about. This is what she's going to teach me. And I offer it at a lower beta price. Like, I'm, I'm doing this live with you. You guys are going to be my guinea pigs, so you get a deal on it. Um you know, deliver it live. You can ask me questions and everything, and then I'm going to take the recordings of this and build out the course. But I'm not making anything until I've I've been paid for it. No, <laughs> man, that's 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 man, that's one that's that's an underrated gem right there, I think. And uh, but I know a lot of a question, a common question that people are going to ask is, especially when they hear this, is okay. But how do I build the audience? Like, what's like, what do I do? How do I build the audience? And like, yeah. <laughs> I I just say like my thing is I just say content. It's like just keep making content. Um, what would you yeah. say to that? I think you need really good content. And if you're new, talk about everything. Like I've been saying this recently. Like if you're new and you don't know what to talk about, talk about everything. Mm. And talk about it for the next ninety days and look at your analytics and see what's getting engagement. But you also need people to look at your content as well. So. Like, I wasn't very active on Twitter until, I would say, the end of last year. Uh, My friend Taylor, she's a digital empress on Twitter. I always give her credit because she's the one who really, like, pushed me to get on Twitter. (laughs) She pushed me to get on Twitter. (laughs) But I got active on Twitter towards the end of last year. Okay. and my friend Taylor, Digital Empress, uh, she helped me a lot with like giving me tips and tricks. But really, I picked a couple of people who I felt like I just resonated with their content and with their like tone and how they showed up online. I think I picked about like 10 to 20 people who like I focused on engaging with, mm. right? So I'm retweeting their content. I'm commenting on their stuff. Like... I'm engaging uh, when they're asking questions or sharing insights, like I'm contributing to the conversation and I'm never overshadowing like anything that they're doing or like trying to like take the attention, but I'm definitely like adding value to what they're saying or like agreeing or co-signing to them. Um, I think I did that for like like a month or two and it really started to gain traction. Um, And then, you know, they're seeing my name pop up daily in some shape, like way, shape or form, right? Whether I'm liking or retweeting or, you know, commenting on something. And so I think naturally they started paying attention to me and seeing my content that I was also posting. And then from there following me, mm. then retweeting me to like their audiences and their followers. And, you know, it kind of just grew from there. And I think, I know my numbers are small, but I think I've grown about, I don't know, 500 to 1,000 new followers a month, you know, give or take, in a short amount of time. So 
you know. That's impressive. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here for the long haul. I don't want to do like a quick turnaround. I don't think viral content, I don't think viral like tweets and stuff really bring you like a quality follower. A quality follower. Who's going to like hang around and really rock with you. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, yeah, like, you know, that's what I do. do I give everything I know and I engage, you know, with people who show me love and show love to my top 20. Mm, see, that's a that's a very important strategy, and I was, and I do agree with you as far as the viral part because I went viral twice. But I was like, I remember when that while it was happening, I was thinking like, is this probably not the audience I really want? Like these people, they like just like right. this one little tweet. I don't know if this is like really the audience. I, even though it got me a lot of followers, I'm like, uh, I, I'm not. I don't really want to go viral for real. It, it's a weird right. thing. Some people probably wouldn't understand it, but it's like. No, this is not, this is not, if it's, I don't want to be like for everybody, if that makes sense. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, in a yeah exactly. Way. I, I always hope I'm like, oh, they're sharing this a lot. I hope this doesn't go viral. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's weird. It's weird. It's, it's really weird. I'm like, oh, shit, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, those are, uh, I think those are very important strategies that you just talked about. Like, uh, just being, just like being, uh, like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Being like talking to people, it's like a network. I yeah. look at Twitter as like a networking event, and it's like it is. It's very it's like a gold mine. It's, it's a gold mine. I just got on Twitter last September, and like I keep saying, I wish I would have got on earlier because I already didn't met right. so many people, and we didn't. I didn't network with so many people. I'm like, damn, yeah. I wonder how much stuff I missed out on. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so like Twitter, like hmm, I'm trying to think how I want to ask this. So I know Twitter is definitely based on like. I feel like it's just all on bringing value through, like, what you're talking about. So, like, if someone has a business or whatever, how would they, like, really grow their brand on Twitter if they if they just... I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to ask this to make it make sense. Like, how can you use Twitter to get customers? Right, like, right, 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 basically. Build your audience? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it depends. Um, like, for me, my... My ideal client that I'm working with now is not on Twitter. Really? It's not. Twitter, yeah. Twitter is more, like, for the people who follow me and that I've, in any way, shape, or form, have attracted, they're more beginners in marketing, and, like, they resonate with that part of the content that I create. Like, it is what it is. But they most likely can't afford to work with me, like, with my prices and packaging, which is Mm. cool. Like, that's fine. You know, my, my long-term strategy with Twitter is, like, I just want to help people grow and, like, transform so that they feel, like, safe and secure and good with what the money that they're making. And then maybe one day down the line, if I'm still doing this stuff, like, they'll think of me to work on their projects. And then on, you know, the second leg of my strategy is, like, I want to partner with people. So, you know, I have, like, my group, mostly, like, business dudes who, like, they're doing really well. But they don't have, like, an online presence or, like, you know, like, a website or corporate structure, anything like that. But they have the capital and team to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so I have a couple little deals where I'm working on where – I wouldn't say little deals. have a couple deals where we're working on, like, all right, I'll help you create the structure. This is everything you need to do. You're the face of it. This is your content. You're the face. You own your IP. I'm just helping, like, on the back end and make it come to life. And then, you know, help you promote it and tell you what you need to do. And, you know, I get a percent of it. Mm. And, you know, I think that is going to work out pretty well. But those things take time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, to answer your question, um, you know, I think it depends on who your ideal client is. And if you don't have an audience, you don't know that yet, which right. is why I keep saying, like, put talk about everything and then pay attention to what's working. Mm. Um, okay. That's that's a, that's a, that's that's, you know, a, that's another interesting thing that you said you said talk about everything because you will hear some people when they say building your brand fo- focus on your niche and just talk about that thing you know what I mean so to hear you say like yeah. talk about everything that's a very interesting perspective on it yeah well you know I think focusing on your niche is very valid and sound advice but mm-hmm. I remember when I got started I had no idea who my niche was and who I was going to work with. I had no idea. I just knew that, okay, like, I'm a general VA, and I can really help you, like, with anything. And so, for 
Like the first two years, I took every client. I said yes to every opportunity. Really? And from doing that, I just made note of or stopped doing things that like made me miserable or I hated doing or I wasn't good at that. Eventually, I ended up with like, all right, this is everything that's left. Or these are the things that are left. So I guess this is my niche. Mm. But I didn't start out like knowing a niche or who my ideal client was, you know. So it's sound advice, but I think a lot of people get stuck and don't start because they're so focused on, well, I don't have my niche figured out. Like, how could you? You haven't haven't worked with anybody. How could you know that? (laughs) Wow, yeah. that's yeah, that's very true. I never, I never thought about that before. That's true. Uh, something else yeah. I see you t- t- uh, touch on on Twitter was a uh, Mailchimp. So, do you mind like going over like yeah. Mailchimp or like what that is and like how valuable it is? Yeah, so Mailchimp is an email marketing service, and you, you sorry, they're fighting out there. <laughs> <laughs> Mailchimp is an email marketing service, and you use it to send like mass emails to everyone, right? So, like, if someone opted in for a freebie or, like, an opt-in is basically you exchange something for that person's email address and the ability to email to them. So, like, if you're if you're BCCing everyone on Gmail to send them everything, like, a sales email or, like, an event invite, don't do that. You need to do that through something like MailChimp or ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign. Mailchimp is free to get started, so that's why I always recommend it, and it's really easy to use. Um, And so, you know, that's how you send mass emails to people is there's something like Mailchimp. They have a landing page builder, so if you wanted to offer a freebie, you build your landing page with, like, the email field. They enter their email, click submit, and then it delivers, you know, that freebie to them automatically, so you don't have to manually, you know go and send it to them. It'll just deliver it for you automatically mm. and right away. Man, you man, you dropping some some valuable stuff that's making me think cuz it's so important like a lot of business owners entrepreneurs, we good at making content, but sometimes we not we not the the experts on how to scale it and how to market it and stuff. So linking up and connecting with people like yeah. you and that helps entrepreneurs do that is so valuable. And I would advise every person that's an entrepreneur trying to scale their business to link up with people like you to scale it because you got way more information than the, the, the most entrepreneurs do on this on these topics i just got mad at my two homeboys because they're doing this like live talk thing where they're gonna like drop knowledge pretty much i'm like not like you guys have my number not one of you text me to say like hey what are your ideas and options for this? Something like that takes me 10 or 15 minutes. I can tell you all the ways you can monetize that and what your options are. You, you, and like, <laughs> no one hit me up. <laughs> you talking about David and Brandon, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. So they promoted it and I'm like, you guys didn't even get an email address from these people to remind them to show up live for it. Like, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> I just got pissed at them for that. Oh man, they, um, I'm pretty sure they they taking heed to that. I they, I have both of them on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard their episodes also. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they're they're cool guys. They're good guys. Yeah, they they are. They definitely they definitely good people. Yeah, that's crazy though because like but that goes back to my point. Like a lot of like a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, we like we don't really know the the tips and we just know how to make the content. It's like you yeah. need a strategy on the content as well that's that's just as valuable yeah. so just to link it up with people like you that's super important for business and let me, I, yeah and i know you you pretty much uh i seen that you say like you're pretty much retired from like uh consulting consulting people not from consulting <laughs> okay. consulting something like kind of new i've been doing but like as far as like the project management okay. done for you side building things i'm absolutely retiring from that but um like if you're black and in like the business or in like our sphere you know if you dm me i'm happy to like hop on a 15 minute call with you guys and just like brainstorm or go over things with you because um like i'm i'm good and i'm set and you know i just i'm at the point where like i just want to help people to grow and take this knowledge and like really do something with it um, and you know, all I ask is that if you ever have the opportunity to, you know, if you ever have a spare 15 minutes to help somebody, 
like yeah. I did for them than to, you know, just to do it and pay it forward. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. Each each one teach one, and I'm glad you you yeah. spoke on that because I know you uh, uh one of the one of the, the leaders of Black Tech Twitter. So I want to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I want to like uh, I, the question is like how how did that start or like because I see your your opinion is very is very uh is respected. About in, in the, on the on the serious level though, it's very respected and valued. So it's like, so it's like, uh, like yeah. How did like pretty much okay. how did that start? Yeah, you should know if you follow me on Twitter is that I I can get like pretty reckless on there and like joke around a lot and say crazy stuff. So it's not just business advice. Like Twitter is more so entertainment for me, and then I'll get like these random moments of like inspiration and like just drop bombs right. for a couple threads and then go back to being silly and stupid so if you're easily offended you probably don't, don't. want to follow me on twitter at all <laughs> makes sense um yeah and so for black tech twitter um i made i don't even think paris and i were like friends at that point yet we just kind of like followed each other and we're like gauging a little bit but I made um, I made a joke basically saying that like, damn, like I'm so glad that I started following other black people because like y'all look really good in tech, like you're really good looking people. Mm-hmm. And so that inspired Paris's tweet that went viral where she said like, what does black tech Twitter look like? <laughs> and so from <laughs> that, her post went viral and like everyone started contributing it to it. And then that's how like the hashtag started. Paris owns that. That is completely and okay. all hers. Like, okay. you know, I have nothing to do with it outside of like the joke I made, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but you know, Paris um, and Nick, her boyfriend, you know, like they asked me for like a little bit of advice, and I helped moderate uh, the Discord channel and help like get. Um, you know, I'm not as involved anymore with that just because I got busy. You know, everything's good and cool. They're really good friends now. But, like, I, I'm not a leader in there that, like, I don't want to besmirch right, 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 anything right. Paris has done because I, I, feel you. I talk reckless on the timeline. <laughs> I, no, I feel you. Um, yeah, but she's really building it out. She's doing a great job. There's going to be really awesome things to come from her. And, um, you know, like, that, that's how I got involved. And so... I contribute to the hashtag as far as like if I see job opportunities or people ask me questions and things, you know, that's my contribution to it. But, um, you know, outside of that, that's that's my only involvement from it. Okay. I just yeah. now I just see you dropping gems all the time. So I'm like, man, let me I, I, like I said, I always see you dropping gems. So I was like, man, let me ask her about this, man, because you always yeah. you, you all you always giving giving out game. And w- uh, one more thing I seen you comment on recently was the copywriting thing. And yes. Yeah, yeah. I I seen you just talk about that. So how important is copywriting? I think copywriting is one of the most important skills anyone on this planet can have. Okay. If you if you can write copy and if you know how to sell, which knowing how to sell is part of writing copy. Okay. Like those two things, you'll never be broke in life. You'll never be broke. Mm, and why and, like, and why why is that? Copywriting is your ability to turn words into money, right? And so even if you don't have your own email list or audience to sell to, you can do that for other people who do have an audience and people to sell to. Right. Um, And, you know, with sales, like being a good salesperson, if you don't need to have your own product to sell, you can sell someone else's product and make money. Like they, they provide the leads, they have the product, they do delivery, you just get the money in the door. Um, you know, and I think copywriting is like, I feel like it's kind of a secret for black people. Um, you know, I I see like, I think it's a part of the industry that's dominated by white men. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and like, I see a lot of people making like multiple six figures and up from being like a decent copywriter because they're, they're in demand, especially if you write a copy for conversion like sales emails landing pages sales pages video scripts ad copy all of those things like I'm, I'm always not always but i always encourage my clients to hire a conversion copywriter to like 
make our copy better because people read it and then it elicits an emotion and they and people will purchase what they're selling. That's very interesting. So how would yeah. how is because uh, I know people are gonna hear this, they're gonna say, "Damn!" So how do I get started with, with that process? <laughs> like, where's the starting yeah. point? Uh, so check out copyhourhour.com. Um, that's a course, and you basically like handwrite copy for an hour each day, and the guy dissects the copy as well, like why why you need to know and pay attention to certain things in that copy. Um, Kevin Rogers is someone to look out for, and I can email you the names and the links of these also. Okay. Uh, for these people, just remind me. Okay. Uh, Kevin Rogers. Um, who else? Oh, Andre Chaperone. He is um my favorite like marketer to learn from online. He's like, the number one. I don't pay attention to many people, but I open every single email of his. I have every course of his. Uh, um, he has autoresponder madness and it's an email like marketing course, but it takes you through like all of the fundamentals of writing good copy and being a good storyteller as well. Mm. Um, so like that copy hour, um, Neville, uh, Medora, M-E-D-H-O-R-A. He has copywriting course. And I think the C's are replaced with K's. Um, he's a friend. He's a past client. He's a really, really awesome guy. He's a great writer. He does really well. Um, I think like those are those would be my people to start with and to learn from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's. The, and you said oh, a story. Oh, you I have go. one more. You go. Uh, copyhackers.com also. Copyhackers.com. Okay, yeah. cool. Copyhackers.com. And you said... Yeah, so like, no, you go, you go. Go ahead. Go. I, was, I was going to say, you said it's very important to be a, a storyteller, a good storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. And, what, and what's the what's the importance and value behind that? Um, I think you need to be able to, like, get people's attention and keep it and lead them down a path of, you know... How do I want to say that? You want to lead them down a path of getting to know you, liking you, feeling comfortable enough so that they can work with you. Mm. And, you know, you have to be careful with marketing. You have to be ethical, especially with, like, copywriting and storytelling and persuasion because, like with almost anything, you can use it for good or evil. So if you're going to use these tactics, you really have to believe in your product and make sure that, it's going to create a transformation for the people that you're leading to your product, right? Um, and so, like, being able to tell a story, it attracts people. It keeps them engaged. It keeps them reading your emails. It keeps them buying your stuff, you know? Mm. I'm a terrible storyteller, but, you know, there's, you know, I'm sure, like, you've all been at a party and there's that one person who, like, everyone pays attention to and hangs on to every single word because... They're so funny and they're such a great storyteller. And if you can do that with your email copy or video, um, you know, again, it's another skill that I think is very important to learn. Wow. Wow. Man. You, <laughs> man. I, that's why I love bringing people on the podcast because you, you, you guys drop a lot of info and a lot of game. That's it's not only helping the listeners, like I always say, it helps me too because I'm on this journey yeah. as well. So. Okay. Like uh, I don't want to go on too long. We gonna wrap up in a second, but like uh, so one one like last question I have for the people that that want to build that's building their brand. They want help. They want to connect with people like you. Uh, what is the starting point? I know you you busy and you kind of book. Like, is there any others that they could look into to get that that help and guidance? <sighs> I can't think of anyone off top of my head, mm-hmm. but. If you guys connect with me um, on Twitter, mm-hmm. I will put together, like, a list of similar people. I mean, as far as, like, people that I pay attention to and that I learn from, um, I, I follow Maya Elias, mm-hmm. E-L-I-O-S, uh, Maddie James, so M-A-T-T-I-E, James, Daniel Leslie, uh, oh, Rachel Travels, <clears throat> um, who, who else? Selena Sue, uh, Ryan Levesque. Sorry. 
Andre Chaperone, um, Amy Porterfield, Murray Florio, uh, Jasmine Starr. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are like the top people. Oh, mm-hmm. Carrie Green, also from FEA. Like those are the top people that mm-hmm. like I follow and pay attention to. And okay. they have like a lot of resources and stuff between like their podcasts, blog posts, and content and stuff. So you know, th- okay. that would be the starting point, and then check out who they follow mm. you know yeah, and yeah. see like you know because yeah. you'll see like they don't follow like a ton of people compared to their followers so you know like if they're following this person like they know them or they're paying attention to them for some reason so okay. you know, let me get a feel for who i resonate with okay okay yeah that makes a lot of sense and this is one last question i promise this is my last question uh this, it, it just popped up in my head so what do you think about the concept of giving away like all your most valuable information for free because i'm like i, I kind of i'm a firm believer in that i feel like because some people they always tell me like man why are you not charging for this information you could be making money charge people for that information you tell them i'm like yeah. i want to i'm not going to give you the watered down information i'm going to give you my my top top information i have for as long as i can and then when i do have a product or i do have whatever you're going to i feel like people going to want to support it just because i've been giving them so much value so what do you think about that concept I have like several feelings about that. Okay. I do the same thing because I don't have a digital product. I don't have the time to create a digital product. Right. Um, and you know, my my hope is that like this information really helps you and helps you make gains in your business mm-hmm. and you make a lot of money and one day we can work together or you come across somebody who would be a fit for working with me and you share my name. But I think if you have digital products, you shouldn't be putting, like, all your best stuff out there. Mm. Um, You know, you want to, like, you still want to put, like, valuable content out there that people can get a quick win from. But as far as, like, your entire process and, like, having that transformation, people do need to pay for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Or else it's like, well, why am I going to buy your course? Right, right, right. I can just sift through your timeline, right? Versus, like... If you're service-based, it's like, okay, I can sift through your timeline, but I don't have time, or my brain doesn't function this way. Like, you, I want you to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are, like, those are my two thoughts on it. I think above all of that, and the more important thing is just being consistent and showing up daily. So showing up daily with content and showing up daily to engage with people, um, I think that's going to take anyone further than you know, just having a course or just having, you know, content. It's really showing up and engaging and building those relationships because you can change your strategy. That's all it is that we're doing, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it's you opt in for content, you pay for content, or it's free. Those are just different strategies. Mm -hmm. But the relationships you build outweigh any strategy. So when you flip your strategy or have to change it, you have that relationship with the people and they're like, all right, cool, like, this is how she's rocking now. Like, I rock with her. So, all right. Like, yeah. no problem. I'll start paying. Mm, that's, yeah, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Because, like I said, I hear people a lot of time when they, they say, like, you know, don't give out the most valuable info. Save some of that. And I'm like, hmm, okay. But uh, so, you, so you're a firm believer in, like, putting out content every single day? Yeah. Okay. Something. Just, you know, I think it should... A tie into like what you do as much as possible or tie into your values or your mission or your why but you, I feel like you need to show up and be on people's minds every day because mm, then they'll start to forget about you like that mental real estate gets taken up by other people or other things yeah. and if you're if your Twitter or whatever is monetized like stop tweeting stupid stuff all day you you get you get like a fraction of someone's attention you get a fraction of their memory space and so you want to make sure that's valuable Mm. um you know and make sure that like it reinforces what you have to offer and what you have to do Mm. and what do you mean by twitter if your twitter is monetized see i got my pen i'm taking notes and stuff (laughs) yeah so like do you make money from twitter okay right do you make money from twitter so like are people able to book a call with you buy something from you you know do anything if not like my twitter isn't monetized really i have a call booking link but hardly anyone uses it and i just put it up so that like my dms would chill 
because I was getting crazy DMs. Um, and so, but like, I don't, I don't pay my bills from Twitter. So it's, it's, it's not, it's not a big deal for me. But if you're someone who you're making like hundreds or thousands of dollars from Twitter, like that's a business marketing tool now. It's not just your entertainment. And so you need to be strategic and focus on your strategy and your long game. And you don't, you, you don't want people to start associating your business tool with like fluff and BS. Can I cuss on you? No, that, <laughs> that makes perfect. That makes, that makes perfect sense. That yeah. makes perfect sense. I was just telling somebody that the other day. I'm like, I mean, it's cool to talk about fluff on like on social media every blue moon, but if you right. just on there like, oh, I want some pizza, like, wow, right. like, what's that's you wasting? You wasting content? Like, what was the point of that? So I definitely right. understand. Like, what you, said. you go. Like, if you're monetizing Twitter, as people are scrolling through the timeline, you want them to be excited about seeing your username pop up. Like, oh wait, let me stop because. She drops knowledge, so let me see what she has to say versus, like, all right, she's talking about, like, dirty diapers again. Like, let me move on, not pay attention to it, you know? <laughs> oh, man, that's, man, that's so true. Man, that's, I love talking to people like you because you, you, I could go on, I, I'm not going to take up all your time because I could, I could go on all day just keep ask, asking questions because it's like, I, I really like this feeling, like having conversations like this, because I'm I'm in it. I'm a business owner. I'm building my brand, so this mm-hmm. this I can talk about this stuff like all all day long. But uh, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what? I promise this is my last question. I know I said that. Was, uh, was you last, you can one. ask as many as you need to. I'm I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so so what is what do you think is is there an over? I asked someone else this before and. Like, do you think you can overdo it on, like, Twitter? Where it's just like, are right, you doing too much? Yeah. <laughs> you do? Okay. Cause I, I, Absolutely. Okay, because I, look, cause I, cause I looked at it as, like, is Twitter you on there to, like, talk and stuff? So it was like, you could you could tweet as much as you want. That's what I feel. But I'm like, is it? That's why I'm asking you that. I think it depends on, like, what you're actually tweeting and talking about. Like, if you're engaging in conversation... And you know you're representing yourself well, then all right, cool, like okay, that's fine. But I think if you're like being reckless, like I tend to do, um, <laughs> you know, and, and just being like you know stupid on there, then yeah, like I know I do too much on there. Like <laughs> I see how it affects like followers and stuff. But again, like it's not my strategy to pay bills. Right. Um, okay. But you know, I think if like. I think if you're monetizing Twitter, I wouldn't say or do anything that, like, you wouldn't do at an in-person event that you wouldn't put on your business card or flyer or, you know, anything like that. I think you you represent yourself online the same way you would represent yourself in a professional setting. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, it's cool that people feel like they're friends and they get they get to know you, but, like, they also want a professional experience as well. And so... You know, I I personally would just be more mindful, you know, of how you. I don't think it's like the frequency that matters, but more so how you present yourself that mm. matters. Okay, that, that 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 explains a lot. And do you feel like I I, I uh, often ask people this as well? Do you feel like as a business owner in today's times, do you feel like it's absolutely necessary for you to be on social media, like branding your business, or is it something that? Some, Cause some people don't want to do it. They're like, "Oh, that's not really me. Like, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I'm an introvert. I don't want to be all out there." But do you, do you feel like they can be successful without getting on the, going, getting on these platforms and talking about their business and doing all that stuff? Yeah, I, you know, I don't think right now you have to have social media. I think social media is great if you are an introvert like me because I can hop on, you know turn it on, do my thing, and then turn my phone off and not have to talk to anybody for however long I want. Whereas if I'm at an event or a conference, I know I'm committed for, like, hours. Hours. (laughs) Being around all these people, trying to, like, force conversation. Like, that's my nightmare. That drains me. But social, I can hop on for five or ten minutes or, like, you could be the only person I need to talk to today. And, like, that would be cool. Um, But... 
So although I don't think you have to have like social media right now, I do think it's important for people to start building their personal brand. Personal brand. brand. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. Even if you have nothing to sell, even if you don't ever want to be an entrepreneur, you still need to have a personal brand. Mm. Um, And how, but, but so, so for someone that's not an entrepreneur, they don't have nothing to sell. Like, what does that mean? Like having a personal brand for them? How do they, how would they go about that? Yeah, so just having, like, your personal, like, your presence on social media. And so, you know, I think especially if you're black, mm-hmm. we see that, you know, depending on your name, uh, like, where you live, different, like, words and stuff that you have in your resume, you'll be discounted from job opportunities, whether right. it's a computer reviewing your resume or a person. But if you have a personal brand and an engaged audience and people can see like this person provides value, they have a little bit of a following or a big following, you bypass that process, that bias system, and people are coming to you directly saying, we want to work with you. Or I have this job opportunity, like I think you'd be a perfect fit, like can you interview? Versus being reactive and like, you know, you're with a personal brand, you're being chased versus without one, you're chasing for opportunities. I think that's the best way I can say it. Mm, okay. And when you touched on like being black is in, in these fields, like how important do you think it is for black to, to for black people to get involved in these things as far as like uh social media technology and all those things? Cuz I'm I'm a, I'm I'm pro. I'm always like pretty much preaching like blacks black people get involved in this stuff. Like it's this is like a gold mine for real cuz I'm like even investing into technology. I made thousands and thousands of dollars of putting my money into tech related things so it's like a lot of people i feel like it's just missing the boat it's just it's like it's selling away i think it's absolutely necessary to get on social media to follow and network with other black people to like be very uh be very particular with who you follow and who you get information from um mm-hmm. you know don't don't just see social media as entertainment see it as like education and networking and opportunities because there's there's so many people especially on twitter who you know they're like you and i like we just want to help like Mm -hmm. we just want you guys to have this information and to do something with it because i wish someone had told me this stuff way younger and way earlier and like the highest compliment for me is you taking something I shared with you and trying it and doing something with it. Like, I don't, don't pay me for a call, do something, you know, build that momentum. Mm, um, mm. And I think, I think black people need to have like as many tools in the toolbox as possible, as many assets, as much information as possible so that, you know, you're setting yourself up for success and you're not just relying upon this one income from your job where at any moment they could say, like here's your phone check goodbye yeah you know yeah i I agree like when you when you have tools assets and options it's like a weight is lifted off your shoulders you know especially living in the u.s like knowing that you're in control of your security and that if that job falls through for whatever reason you're good that's a whole different way of living Mm, that's 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 deep that's that's super important because like we all know, you know, being black, anything can you can anything can happen at any second, really. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly. it's best to be prepared, network with people. And one thing that Twitter has, like, I, I talked about this with someone else as well, is Twitter has shown me is it's a lot of black people because sometimes you get confused, especially if you like paying attention to just like internet goofy stuff, what's on TV. You like, man, it's not that many black people doing like good big things out here and i know twitter showed me that's not true at all because i already connected with so many people that's exactly. doing humongous things and i'm like wow and they're like low-key about it so it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, you would never know looking at them in the street like at all you never, would never know never know you would, they're, never they're know. gold mines of knowledge mm-hmm. and like opportunity and games Mm-hmm. It's really incredible. It's super incredible. That's why, it, like you said, you got to when you get on these platforms, network, network, network. Look at it as a networking event to reach out to people, talk to people. But one thing I like to say is, don't be like creepy and obnoxious about. It. I was just talking to uh, to this with uh, David, Jay David. Oh God! <laughs> and I was I was saying how like a lot of people, like how I reached out to you, like a lot of people 
when they reach out to people, because some people reach out to me and they come, they come on as just like, uh, as if they're doing you a favor, like, uh, do this for me. When it's like, it's like you want to exchange, exchange value to people. You want to be valuable to someone else. Cause they, the person that you going after, they really don't need you. It's the reason you're going after them. Right. More than likely, they don't need you. You you need them right. for the you need them for something. So it's important for people to try to bring value for people that you want to you want to exchange their time with. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, we- so Josh and I are actually going to do a class on DM etiquette <laughs> because <laughs> we really are. It's going to happen in the next few weeks. We just haven't found a time and date where we're both free. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to show people examples of, like, awful DMs and, like, good ones where something, you know, positive happened from it versus, like, the awful ones where they just get ignored or, like, Josh trolls them. <laughs> um, but, like, people will hit me up and don't even say hi and then, like, ask me for all this stuff. It's like, okay, you want me to take time out of my day to make money, rest, or spend time with my child? Sure. To help you with something, and you haven't even said hello to me. Like, exactly. No, absolutely not. Um, and then, like, like I don't know you. You don't engage. Like, I don't see you engaging with like any of my content, showing me like any investment. You know, in this exchange, I'm more likely to help you out if like I see your name pop up. Where I'm like, I, I kind of feel obligated at that point. Where I'm like, you know what? This person shows me a lot of love, like consistently. I recognize their name, even though we haven't really chatted. So, like, yeah, I, I feel good, you know, helping them out, answering a question or so. Versus like some stranger where they're like, how do, how do I make ten thousand dollars? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> exactly. People DM. People seriously DM me stuff like that. I'll be like, yo, I don't even. First of all, like you said, I've never seen you in my timeline. I don't know you right. from nothing. I don't, I don't know your name. You don't have a your your Abby is not even a picture of you. I'm like, I don't know what's going. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I'm confused. I'm like, what's, what the hell is going on? So that's, but yeah. that's crazy. The times we're right. in that you making classes on DM etiquette. It sounds, it might sound silly to some people, but that's really a valuable, a super valuable asset that people need to have. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed this across the board where people's just like etiquette and conversation skills are really like in the trash and non-existent <laughs> like even like being able to have like conversation with people i see like other people struggle and i'm like are you around people like yeah. are you just on this computer like this is strange what's going on um you know, but like even or if you're gonna DM somebody, like don't ask for anything. Just say, Hey, like, I really appreciate what you're doing. I really appreciate the content that you're putting out there or hey, I took your advice on this and like it didn't work, but I'm gonna keep trying. You send me that, I'm probably gonna respond like, Okay, well like what did you do? Here's some other things that you could try and work out. You know, it's like you guys really don't just DM people because you have the ability to. You need to be strategic. And for God's sakes, do not DM people something that is on Google, that you can Google. If it's on the first five pages of Google, don't waste people's time. Oh, man, that's hilarious. And that's, I think you just, you gave a, you just gave a big gem. A huge gym. Because I know people, a lot of people want to network with people on these platforms, but they like, I don't know how to approach them. Or they intimidated, or they scared, or I don't really know what to say. Where it's like, is this, this right here? I have another one. Okay. So I'm huge on buying your network, buying your friendships, mm. right? So like, What do you mean by that? Some, so something I've seen work really well is... Um, sending people like a five or ten dollar gift card to starbucks or amazon like send someone a book and watch how they respond to you right Mm. like send them a kindle book or send them you know five or ten bucks to amazon and watch how they respond to you and you don't have to be creepy about it you can just say look i've been following you for a long time and i really appreciate your advice and like this is just my way of saying thank you you don't owe me anything you don't even need to respond but like i see you love books so you know, here's a small gift card to Amazon. Guarantee you, guarantee that person will start paying attention to you and like engaging with you and giving you free game and stuff. 
don't don't give them your ebook. Don't give them your course or anything like that. You know, trying to be slick. <laughs> they people trying to be yeah. slick about it. Like, come on, man. Yeah. I know what you're doing. You're like coffee, gift card, or book. Keep it simple. You know, or like I I do this after I start working with somebody, but like I follow all my clients on social media. I'm on their email list and stuff, and they'll mention little things they like. So like client showed on her story that it was her anniversary so i put the anniversary date on my calendar as a recurring you know event so i remember now going forward this is their wedding anniversary i need to send something then she shared their favorite bottle of wine that they have each year mm. okay bet perfect there's a note in that invite that says all right purchase this bottle of wine and send it to them um mm. she'll share like where she likes to shop or like she gets her nails done every week so for a birthday present i sent her a gift card to get a manicure and pedicure at the nail salon that she likes to go to so like if you're serious about connecting with people keep notes and pay attention of the things that they say they like or that you know what mm. their hobbies are and stuff and then send that to them easy like slide it into them mm. yeah that's that's valuable and i think the for, for to be like that you got to have a uh, like I like to say, a giver's mentality. You not a leech where you just were thinking about me, 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 me. What am I gonna get out of this? Right. What can I get out of this? You thinking about what can I give to this person? What uh, what a value can I give to this person? And yeah. that's the mentality you have to have, I believe. And the people that yeah. have those mentality, I think they'll win, especially in a social media game. They're gonna win. Yeah. So give without expectation. Mm-hmm. You know, just give, release it. If something happens, great. If not. You're in no worse off position. You're five or ten dollars down that you were gonna blow on fast food anyway. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, man, you just you just you just dropped some some super 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 yeah. game this episode. I know people are gonna be like, oh shit, let me uh, cause I know it's people that listen to this and y'all, and they be sending probably un un like responsible crazy DMs to people. It's like yo. <laughs> That ain't gonna work, dog. You gonna have to try some new different shit. That ain't gonna work, but <laughs> but uh, you know, would you be embarrassed of this DM if you know if you looked at it two years from now, or if someone used it as an example of how to do something or not to do something? You know, like you guys really need to think a little bit before you do stuff, especially the DM thing. Oh, that's so crazy. Exactly. You if you seen if you seen your your screenshot, the your DM flowing around Instagram and Twitter, would you be embarrassed? That's a good. That's a good way to look at it. That's a perfect way to look at it. Because I know I, if all the DMs I send, it, I know I wouldn't be. I wouldn't care at all. I'd be like, oh, okay. you know, I, I was that's polite. Me. Yeah, I sure did done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Man, we. Uh, I I just want to say I definitely I I appreciate you so much for taking your time to do this because I know you're busy you, you you're a busy woman you got a family and all that so I definitely like appreciate you so much for coming on man we gonna have to do this again you drop you drop some gems but before I let you go do you mind uh letting the people know where they can find you and connect with you and if they want to get more information from you and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm most active on Twitter um, at Nerd Nomad Mom. Mm-hmm. That's really the that's where I'm most active. Uh, where you'll get the fastest response from me. My website is like outdated, and there's nothing on there for you guys. So okay. <laughs> just hit me up on Twitter. Okay, cool. And like I, I always like to tell the people I bring on the show because I feel like y'all doing me a favor by coming on here. Is that like if you ever need anything, whatever it is, I know you you're pretty good. You probably don't need too many things, but if you ever need anything, like whatever it is, feel free to hit me up. I, I, yeah. I definitely got you. I, I, I look, I look out. Likewise, man. like really, don't hesitate. My inbox is always open to you. So even if you have like a question, even if you think it's silly or nothing, like I'm never too busy to help out friends and stuff. And if I am, I'll just tell you when I'm not. Busy, so. <laughs> anytime, like okay. I'm very serious. Anytime. Okay, I appreciate that. Definitely. You know, I'm about to bring yeah. you on again eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- thank you for coming on. Great. Yes. Thank you. No problem. Bye bye. All right, guys. Well, that was uh, Ari, a.k.a. Nerd Nomad Mom. You guys can follow her on all social media platforms at Nerd Nomad Mom. And that was a super valuable episode. She dropped a lot of gems. I hope y'all take heed to what she was saying, especially if you want to brand and expand your business. And uh, that's pretty much all I got for y'all. Uh, for people who don't know, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Xavier C. Miller. Uh, Snapchat, Xavier Miller 312. Facebook, Xavier Miller. And uh, Deanna, I know she's not here, but her information is... She's on Instagram at Deanna Kent and Twitter, Deanna S. Kent. 
And don't forget to subscribe, rate, like, uh, comment our channel, all that good stuff. Please do that. We, we, we definitely value and we appreciate the feedback that you guys are giving us. And uh, that's pretty much all we got for y'all. We see y'all next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk because you're too afraid. I'm going to just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. A whole lot of shit on the way. On the way.